So one thing that we're wanting to pivot to is a new methodology that we wanted to roll out. Our methodologies are, you just don't find them as solidly proven on a leadership and recruiting level as you have here. So we wanted to just say, all right, what if we put that all into a package that we could digest and teach our teams and make it where it's something that's more transferable? And I think you're going to agree that this is the core of what makes us special, which is called the habits triangle. Uh, Stephen Covey has a version of, of a triangle. So it's not anything magic about the triangle, but it's a great methodology for you to put what your core uh, methodology is, is into this format. So this is what the leadership habits triangle seems to be here at Southwestern Family of Companies. It starts with our business acumen self-talk. So we believe that what you say about what you do determines how you do it. The first time I ever heard anybody talk about this was Dan Moore, and he added a piece to self-talk being what you say to yourself about yourself when you look into the, in the mirror. And Dan added, and it's what you say to yourself about what you do. And the more that I've heard him teach this, the more it's resonated. That is business acumen. You never hear someone running a billion-dollar company saying things like, well, we sure do have a lot on our plate. Golly, I'm, I mean, we're at capacity, so I don't really know how we could do more. Do you ever hear billionaires talking like that? No. So our business acumen is one of the cornerstones. Our self-talk about what we do matters. You speak into existence what the future of your company will be, and you live into it. You don't speak negatively about all the problems and all the issues and all the frustrations and how difficult your job is and how hard it is and then accidentally live into a future that's different than that. We speak into what we are going to do and then we do it. You have precise words, precise language, precise leadership language. That is business acumen. Lean into it. Understand it even more. Work on it daily. Realize this is a cornerstone of our leadership methodology. If we're not saying it the right way, our team's definitely not going to say it the right way. And if you're not saying it the right way, people aren't going to think the right way. And if they're not thinking the right way, they're not going to act the right way. And then the results will never be there. Or we speak the right way, we think the right way, we act the right way, and the results will blow our minds. Second is leadership vision. The leader is the one that provides vision. Vision's an interesting thing. People struggle creating their own vision. It's not this natural occurring thing that happens in the world. And if you feel like your team's quitting, if you feel like your team's not putting in effort, if you feel like your team's coasting, don't ask yourself what's wrong with your team. Ask yourself what's wrong with my leadership vision. Vision creates the effort. Vision creates the fuel. Vision is what makes the endurance happen. But if you feel like your team's running in circles and, and they keep talking like they can't do more, they can't achieve more, oh, I'm burned out. If you're hearing something like that from the team, stop getting mad at the team. Start getting mad at yourself going, why is the vision not powerful enough to push through this barrier? Why is the vision not powerful enough to help them see they can actually do more, work smarter, work efficient, be more effective? We don't have nine to five jobs. We have whatever it takes to get the job done jobs because we're on a mission. Your mission and vision is the fuel. It's the cornerstone. And that takes us to 
unlimited capacity systems. I get very inspired by people like Elon Musk. I, I just find it incredible that this guy doesn't stop uh, improving systems to be able to accomplish more, to impact the world more, to change the world more. And every time I hear him interviewed, it's like, God, he's, he started Neuralink and he already had Tesla and he already had SpaceX and he already had Solar City. Now he's boring holes from Dallas to Austin that are going to have the fastest tubes in the world in them. How is that possible? And when you hear him talk and you start dissecting what he says, it's systems. He has systems in place to increase his capacity. And, and systems can be people. Systems can be processes. Systems can be structure. People, processes, structure. Do you have unlimited systems in place in your life to be able to do more, to achieve more, to have more impact? As soon as you fall up against that wall where you go, God, I don't think I could do another thing. I'm working as hard as I possibly can. That's the wrong question. The wrong question is, how, how could I possibly do more? The right question is, what system can I approve where I can do more? Staffing, structure, support. If you can ROI it, it's always worth doing it. Anything that creates an ROI is worth doing, as long as it's ethical, moral, and it fits in our values. So we have to get our minds out of limited capacity and into unlimited capacity through systems. Once we unlock that as a team, watch out. That's when you become Google. That's when you become Facebook. That's when you become these biggest companies in the world. They have a team of leaders that don't allow the thought to even enter their mind. They have limited capacity in any respect. It just doesn't exist. Somebody says the word limit. We're going to talk about that word um, because it shouldn't exist in our vocabulary. Or can't, we can't do something. What? At the end of it is accountability. When was the last time you asked another leader to hold you accountable to your leadership? I have a coach that I personally pay that holds me accountable. The board of directors holds me accountable. Do you feel the same way? And if so, great. And if not, ask for more. It's interesting. A lot of times people kind of resist accountability because they feel like, oh, it's control. And the reality is the more accountability you have, the better you do, the more fun that you have. Then when you take this into reality, the first one is earn the right to lead. We will always have a merit-based leadership business that we set a culture that's not political. Literally, your effort, your production, earn the right to lead. What's interesting is leadership has nothing to do with the title. The person who talks and other people listen is the leader. So you earn that ability through effort and what you do. Once you earn the right to be a leader, the next step is to become an attractor. And being an attractor is so important. Being an attractor is something that a lot of people forget. You can't just yell at people and get them to do what you want them to do. They have to actually like you. So the good old book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, it's going to be good 20 years from now. And a lot of times people, they become a leader and they think people should just listen to them. Or they think, oh, I'm, I'm a leader now. People are just going to come work with me on my team. How's that work out for you if you try that for a year or two? You'll turn around and no one will be following. You have to be an attractor. Then create a plan. Nothing great in this world has been done without a plan. There's a lot of dreamers. There's a lot of people who say they're going to do something, 
and you say, show me your plan, and they go, uh, I'm just real passionate about this. The difference between a dreamer and achiever is a plan. What is your leadership plan? Next, your schedule is your lifeline. So many people say they have these huge recruiting goals and huge leadership goals, and they're going to accomplish all these things. And I say, great, show me your schedule. And then there's no prospecting time for recruiting in their schedule. You live and die by your schedule. Then you have unlimited prospecting. Recruiting should be the easiest thing in the world for you. Recruiting should be the most fun thing for you. There should be so many people that want to work with Southwestern Family of Companies that your biggest problem in your day should be taking, finding the time to interview so many people who are applying to work with you. If that is not a reality, it is on you to create the unlimited supply of prospects. Some of it is very basic, like just talking to people, posting ads, actually getting the word out. I think if the world knew the secret we have here, we would have double our team headcount if we literally just communicated more and promoted more what the reality is to work here. There should be unlimited prospects and then relentless activity. Recruiting, team building, leadership involves relentless activity. You're the one that has to show up. You're the one that has to get people to where they need to be. You're the one that actually provides the accountability. You're the one that actually has to recruit. Recruiting is a sales job. And then overcome the obstacles. Realize that obstacles are the way. Recruiting, team building is challenging. It's not easy. Don't pretend like it should be. And realize it's fun. I don't know about you guys, but I love problem solving. It's like a game. Life would be so boring if you didn't have to deal with problems. Like imagine if you just woke up and did the same thing every day for your whole life and there were no problems to solve. Number one, you wouldn't be a leader if that was your reality. And number two, you would have probably a not a growing business. And number three, that doesn't sound fun. You can actually have the problem be the way. The problem can become the reason you grow. The problem can become why someone comes to work with you. And then the last one is we should never, ever, ever forget that leadership has no finish line. Leadership is a never-ending game, and we are students of that game. And that if you don't have a book that you're reading right now on the topic of leadership, ask yourself why not. Are you sitting there feeling like you got it covered, you know it all? And if so, let's change that, and let's commit to never-ending learning, never-ending journey. Always pick one area of your leadership skill, your leadership capability, and say, this year, this month, this is what I'm honed in on. And once you do that, it feeds the cycle and will keep going forever. Thank you.